Produced by Create. Smoke. Dominate choke. Fuck my bro. I'm in the white. Let me get in the poke. Hundred racks. They gon' take your soul. Hundred racks. Glock with a three and a O. Glock by the yacht. Put the kids on a boat. Put a brick in the figure of the foe. Got a stick. It's a stick. It'll blow. Mix up a foe. My bitch. Margella on the toe. Dig up a soul. Look what I did in the boat. Wipe that boy nose. I go get me a bag out the globe. I do not troll. I got pointed deep diamonds. Welcome back to the Snack Bar Podcast, where we, on this episode, go over four manga from Weekly Shonen Jump. Yes. I'm Justin. I'm Chris. Uh, And we're just going to get right into it. Oh, yeah. Um, Super exciting week. Unfortunately, this week, um, Jujutsu Kaisen is on a break, like always. We so love There's always something on a fucking break, right? Got to give these guys a little break, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, gay, gay. I hope you're not dead. No, my God. <laughs> no, it's coming back next week, so we're good. Yes. But um, so instead of doing Jujutsu Kaisen this week, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna review the first episode of Spy X Family. Oh yeah, super exciting. Woo. Yeah, and then after this week, it will move to the Friday episode. So we'll we'll have some more defined episodes, and then we'll throw some more shit in between there. Oh yeah. Um. Also, just to get it off the 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 news to get the news off the bat in the beginning. Um. Tatsuki Fujimoto's new one shot came out today, right? Uh, what's it called again? It is called Goodbye Airy. Yeah, Goodbye Airy. It's on the uh, Viz app, so you could just read it there if you want to. It's it's two hundred pages apparently, and we're definitely gonna review it sooner than later. But yeah, it's like two hundred pages. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, let's jump right into it with Ayashiman Chapter Nineteen, which Ooh. is called Until Your Chestnuts Are Out on Fire. Bye bye. <laughs> or out on the fire that's so funny <laughs> so last week um we got like that whole recap about what happened with keo and and then it seemed like they were going to go straight to uh those people that got attacked at the end of the chapter yeah I, I was thinking the same thing exactly but um what ended up happening was they just kind of went to go find these people that could help them train now which is honestly a cool thing like i think he needs to have like that kind of arc he, exactly he needs to level up yeah mm-hmm. so it, the first page it says ahitorima is a yokai who could snuff the flames from candles and lanterns in the blink of an eye. That's Akari Dopo. He's basically a walking flame, so you're not going to be able to touch him much, let alone with human fists. And that's, um, it's either uh, Cotton or uh, Obero saying this. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes because it's yeah. just like uh, they don't really have the arrow sticking to them. But um, morale, morale says that it's going to be hard to do anything to him if they can't touch him, obviously. Yeah. Like, how are they supposed to beat him if they can't touch him? Yeah, he is very strong. And Urara says that she's going to try to come up with some sort of plan before they start a war, which is really funny because, like, now she's like, I'm the planner. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have to be involved no matter what. Oh, yeah. Lots of gangster shit. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, Obero and Cotton, like, look at each other with this silent look, which I still don't understand. Even after finishing the chapter, I'm like, what were they trying to say here? <laughs> but I guess they're just like, you know, just. They're just like aware of what mm-hmm. they just said, I guess, basically, right? You feel I guess way? so, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're just they're taking it in. Gotcha. So um, they take a walk through, quote unquote, Central Park, where there are a lot of homeless people, which is not honestly like if you're not from New York, if you have the opinion that Central Park has a lot of homeless people because of this, it's actually really not true. I never see many homeless people when I'm there, but here and there, I guess <laughs> not like this. So um, again, either Obero or Cotton says that they're that there are homeless and yokai that live here together. Um, and they walk up to this crazy-looking guy. He looks basically just as crazy as the person from Nayuta 
That was like, the old lady. They, yeah, they yeah. Very similar. And uh, he's like, hey, Cotton, it's been a while. And then they're like, actually, it hasn't been a while. <laughs> like, maybe the, the, this guy's a little nutty. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, what, have you been drinking again? He probably has, right? Yeah. Um. So Obro says that this guy's name is Ozuno, and uh, he's the leader, quote unquote, of the mm. homeless people, if you can call them that. Yeah, yeah. So he's, you know, he's something. He's a master of wizardry and demonic arts. He's well over a thousand years old. Whoa. And you could tell his eyes are looking in like both directions here. It's uh-huh. fucked up. <laughs> Being part human and part yokai means both will come to him for advice, and he gets info from all over. Don't mess with him. He's one crazy old man in more than one way. Oof. Um, and then he looks at Arara and he's like, ah, Missy, it's been some time. And she's like, this is the first time we've ever met. <laughs> but I was like, what's this guy going to do for us? <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't really seem too confident in him. <laughs> and uh, in Dragon Ball, there's this character named Zuno, I believe. Okay, and, yeah. And uh, the thing is, they can come to him every eight years and ask him a question, basically. They're like, there's this gigantic line. He knows everything in the world, but they can come to him every eight years and ask a question. That's pretty cool. And uh, basically, based off of how attractive he thinks you are, he'll give you... Um, uh more questions so yeah. i <laughs> not that that matters but uh <laughs> he's just a big alien dude um <laughs> or how good of a kiss you are i don't remember what it is but anyway this guy reminds me very similarly of him because they're coming to him for answers so maybe like zuno means something like that um exactly. anyway cotton goes on to say he's like uh old man of zuno could you take a look at this kid for us um we'll pay too everybody in the Todoroki lines will buy you a drink that's two thousand drinks for you which is yeah. a lot He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. If you think about it like that, I mean, if everybody just gave me a dollar, I'd be a millionaire, right? And it's cool. <laughs> he, like, picks up some, like, device, and he's like... It's oh, like a looking glass, yeah. You're in a, and then, yeah, he's, like, looking at Morale's body, and it's, like, lit up, and there's all this, like, interesting stuff going on. He's mm-hmm. like, you have an abnormal amount of... Prana. Prana, boy. And as for your Nadi and Chakra, hmm, the flow is not good. Not good at all. So. Yeah, and the looking glass thing, like you could, like you said, it looks like everything's lighting up, but you can kind of tell, like I guess, the the flow of his uh, energy throughout his body through it. Yeah, I guess maybe not there yet, yeah. So Morale's like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and Urara's like, he's talking about the power that sleeps within most humans. Extraordinary humans, or Maribito, which they referenced Morale was earlier, Yes. Um, spoken of in myth, had this power in abundance. I expect this elder trained uh, his to the point where it made him an immortal senin, which is a sage, as we know. And it's cool. Naruto. There's some, like, um, there's some, like, art of, like, this, like, really strong, like, guy. And we've all like seen a picture a of a guy culture. like this. Like, yeah, exactly. mythology books. Like, I don't know what his exact name is, but we've seen this guy in mythology books. Yeah, yeah. So she goes... Um, I mean, the old guy, Ozuno, he goes on Ozuna. to say, the power itself is called Prana Chakra. Um, and, sorry, and it's wellsprings, and it flows along paths called Nadi. So the power is the chakra, and the Nadi yeah. are the chakra paths, which we is very similar to Naruto, very similar to Naruto. Yeah, like, all this is, like, kind of based off of, like, bo- bo- Buddhist and, like, Eastern religions. So mm, and cool. they even have, like, a lot of Hinduism in this, too. Yeah, yeah. So... He says, you boy are still untrained. You're a great fool, but you ain't got proper <laughs> pipes or faucet. Unbalanced. Yes, very unbalanced. It's funny. He says, like, pool, which is funny. And, like, mm-hmm. it makes me think. Because I, I thought you said fool. And I was like, oh, wait, is, is he saying that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, he's saying that basically, like, he has all the water, the yeah. power, quote unquote. But, like, the he's just a big pool of water. But he has to set up the pipes in order to know how to flow the power. Good. Very good analogy. Yeah. Yep. I wrote it. No, I'm <laughs> um, so then they have this little back and forth. Uh, 
uh, between Morale Cotton and this old guy where they're like, I don't like water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Morale's confused. <laughs> yeah, like he's like, what? And then the, the old guy's like just crazy, so he's being weird. And then Urara's like, all right, guys, come on, let's focus. <laughs> <laughs> and then ultimately what they come to is what we just said, that he's really strong, but he doesn't know how to properly use his strength. Mm-hmm. So then they do this like acupuncture to him to dull all of his senses. And uh, he's like, my face itches. Is this really going to power me up? And everybody's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so they say that it's going to dull his senses. And they want to. the reason why they're doing this is because they're going to teach him not to uh, to not touch a yokai's uh, stula saria, but their succima saria. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very different so, words. So, yeah, the, the stula saria. Let me just look this one up because I had the other definition. I'm sorry. No, um, it's fine, yeah. So basically, there there's something in Hinduism called the Three Bodies docu- Doctrine. Yes. The um, the Karana Sarira, the casual body. The Sukshma Sarira, the subtle body. And then the Shrula Sarira, the gross body. So what they're talking about here, the Shrula Sarira, is the gross body is the material, uh, the physical mortal body that eats, breathes, and moves. So they're saying, like, literally your body. Yeah. Um. But they don't want you to touch your body. They want to get you down to the succima surya, which is the subtle body. And it's the body of the mind and the vital energies, which keep the physical body alive. So basically, yeah. their soul. Gotcha. Yeah. Which yeah. is what we kind of saw with um, in the last chapter when that person like shoved their fist up that person's ass. And yeah. they like, pulled and out like, their uh, their uh, little orb thing. Yeah. It's like you, keeps you them prove like that like when you kill an Ayashimon, you have to you have to almost like hurt them. And like get to the bottom of their soul, or like make them feel like defeated, I guess, and not touch their physical body because if you touch their physical body, like it's not going to do anything. Gotcha. <clears throat> so <laughs> all this lore. Um, this comes to Morale's basically first training thing. Like he's trained a little bit before, where he like just you know Goku trained, where he's fighting rocks and stuff like that. But this <laughs> yeah. old man gives him like a uh uh actual training method to lay the proper pipes you know yeah yeah he tells morale that he has to punch out the fires in the garbage pail and then pull the chestnuts out the chestnuts out i'm sorry which is crazy <laughs> which uh this is really uh this this is an old trope chestnuts on a burning fire okay Come uh, <laughs> that's a good point i didn't even think about that when i read it <laughs> um so morale's confused and he's like am i supposed to like punch the flames out of the way with the wind from my punches and he's like no you have to punch the flames out themselves Use the wind to blow the flame, and you merely change its shape. It quickly reforms, but hit the flame itself. It sucks Masaria, and you'll destroy it. The concept of it and the acupuncture will help you achieve that. So they're basically, again, going into the fact that like you have to hit things at the core of its soul, not in its physical body, because like everybody has these weird physical things, like how Dopo can touch you and like make you like feel cold or take all the heat from your body or whatever. Like yeah, you don't want to, yeah. you don't want to even get involved in that. You want to hit them at their core. Gotcha. Um, and he's, he goes on to say, the same goes for Ayashimon. You punch the flame, quote unquote, and deny the concept of it, and it will be destroyed. Yes. Um, now Urara comes in. She goes, the physical human world and the immaterial yokai world really don't touch. They only interact with the medium of cash, which we know. In order to touch a yokai, in essence, a concept, one needs to reach the immaterial uh, sorry, reach the immaterial. So you start by dulling his senses attached to the physical world, sight, smell, and so on. Talking about the training that they're going. Yeah. And then, uh, so she's basically just saying that, like, this is to help him, like, bridge the gap between the yokai world and the human world. Exactly. Uh, and then the old guy just leaves. <laughs> He's like, He's like I'll see you walk. later. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we get the title, uh, Until Your Chestnuts Are Out of the Fire, Bye bye 
Um, so then we get a montage of morale training. He's trying to punch the fire and it's not really working. Then he's being pulled by a motorcycle. He's pushing a truck. He's running with the motorcycles. Like he's really trying his best. Yeah, because I think it, like the Todoroki Alliance too is also trying to like get him. Like they're all on it, his yeah. side now because of, of course, like the, yeah. the ritual duel that they may or may not have had. It's so cool. He has so many like homies now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool that they're here. I like the Todoroki gang. I feel like they're all gonna get killed because they keep talking about how there's two thousand of them. It's like okay, we know. Oh you no, know. yeah, maybe we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I want everybody to die, but um, so he keeps trying. He's failing, but uh, then we get a little like time skip sort of. It's like ten days later, and ten and Urara are talking. And Arara's like, how's it going? And Ten's like, he's trying his best, but it doesn't seem like he's really getting anywhere. And uh, he gets frustrated because Ozuno isn't helping him morale, so he just runs off. And after he runs off, Ozuno's saying that he has the foundation, but he sees no connection between the training and his goal, and that's why he keeps failing. And it might be better to just throw him into a situation where he needs to do this than to try to get him to pointlessly try to rip chestnuts, chestnuts out of a fire. Yeah, that's a good point. So Morale's like running away and he's thinking about how like he's kind of put the connection between like to visualize something um, to work towards so that he can achieve this goal. But all he can really think is how he just wants to win. And he says that like he's basically like this isn't helping me at all. Yeah. And uh, he remembers that uh, reading manga is uh, is what he does when he panics. We get like a little shot of like after they fought Dobo the first time when Urara was, like, passed out and he was just reading manga. And Ozuno says that manga helps morale because it touches his Suxmasuria, which is his core of his soul, and it will help him reach Atman, which uh, Atman is one of the most basic concepts in Hinduism, the universal self-identical with the eternal core of personality that after death either transmigrates to a new life or attains release from the body's existence. Anyway... Um, I feel so <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> he it touches his soul and helps him reach basically ultimate enlightenment, yes. and will help him heal. Sorry, it's a lot of for some reason this chapter they decided to dump it all on us. Like they, it's been weeks of just like, hey guys, like we're gonna get this guy wet, and then now it's like here's fifty terms. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as morale's like having this moment of thinking about like how he needs to visualize something, he really just wants to win. He sees that a fire basically like erupts out of an apartment door. And all these people are there, and people are like, "Stay back!" And some lady's like, "My baby, my baby's in there!" Like, oh my it's god! Like total, yeah. total uh, stereotypical fire in a in a show, <laughs> and uh, people are panicking. But morale runs into the fire, and like this is the moment that uh, Ozuno was talking about that he needed to like actually be thrown literally into the fire. Yeah, and you see morale like punch the fire away and get to the door and open the door. And then uh, he shows up at Ozuno's tent a little while later, and he gives him the ten chestnuts, and he's like, "Here you go, old man." And Ozuno's like, what changed? And then, like, he's like, what changed? Dot, dot, dot. And then we get a little bit of, like, a newscast. And he, or, well, not even a newscast, like, somebody interviewing the, the child that was in the fire. And they're like, how did uh, that guy who we really don't remember <laughs> for some reason get in and get you out of the fire? And he's like, well, he just walked up to the fire and he beat it up. <laughs> 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 Which that's what he did, right? Yeah, it's sick how, how he saved his random girl. Yeah, so then help him with his uh, mission. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a good. I like these moments. Like it's you know you just read Yu Yu Hakusho recently. Like in the beginning of Yu, well, you're in the middle of it. In the beginning of Yu Yu Hakusho, they have all these little things that kind of don't matter later. Later, but like you could tell that he gained like knowledge on how to deal with situations from those. Yeah, definitely, it's cool. So the old man takes another look at morale through that looking glass thing, and he says that his uh, Saksma Sarira is perfect. So that means that he reached his like 
core to where he can interact between like the yokai world and the the real world. And he's also ripped. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's always been kind of ripped, but I guess, yeah, just, I guess true. maybe he'll gain more muscle soon. <laughs> true, yeah. But all right, I I like this chapter. I'll give it I'll give it uh 8.5 out of 10. You into it? You into it? Yeah, you we, like about it? I think, think that um we got like a lot of finally like the explanation of power here and how like the, yeah, I guess that's the two part. worlds exist with each other and like the way that the money works with everything too so that we know that like when they kill these people like when they kill uh, an Ayashiman it's not really them like having to physically murder them they just have to like break them down to a point where they like dematerialize between the two worlds yeah it's like an interesting it's like a new way of like fighting in, yeah. some, in some sense and yeah. i think my favorite part is when uh they're all talking about like laying the pipe in for the 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 water or whatever and everybody's like goes off into their own like i don't really like water and the router's like all right come on guys like we're in the middle of this chapter like let's get it together yeah yeah i really like the um last page too like i, I like how like uh, like uh like maybe now like he's like he has like you know like new strength uh-huh. and like I'm I and I I wonder like how it's gonna apply you know, and I wonder what next chapter if we're gonna see Dopo or we're gonna see those two um p p people that we we we, we that we saw at the end of the last chapter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that me, yeah. like uh at least we're like gonna get going. like out of here because he it's it's cool they took a chapter from the train and he got yeah. new power. It's good. It's so good. like let's go meet those other people who are those new like club owners, the girls at the end of the last chapter, and let's have a fight between them now. Yeah, they seem like they're gonna be trouble, <laughs> <laughs> trouble, trouble. It's like uh, Taylor Swift. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So what's next? Uh, Sakamoto days. Right? Get into Sakamoto days. Yeah, Woo! days sixty six, and this and this uh, chapter is called Lag by Yuto Suzuki. Let's go. So last week we remember Shin basically facing off with Taramaro and mm-hmm. like you know her going into her whole thing about you know how she loves Sakamoto basically and basically like Shin just being like oh you know this isn't really what Sakamoto would do you know like how he would act unnecessarily but uh, we open up at the first page and Taramaro is just like trying to obliterate Shin and like I feel like she basically you know she's giving Shin a run for for his money like Shin's basically like predicting her movements and you know staying out of her you know way but you know he's like it's pretty close mm-hmm. but uh Taramaro opens up and she's like Sakamoto doesn't need anyone s- you know slowing him him down yeah since he was talking like because last chapter Shin uh, Shin sort of broke where he was like uh Sakamoto's a nice guy and at, at the store he's always nice and I want to just go by his side and she was like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so she's like mad about him even thinking that he could do that so Terumaro is now like looking now she she's like sitting on her weapon well she's like more like standing on it, but she's like mm-hmm. over Shin and she's basically like huh it seems really it sorry it really seems like you're reading my movements impressive none of my blows have hit you what do you what 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 are you clairvoyant yeah but she already said this last chapter too you know that's what's kind of funny like she she was like not last chapter but a couple chapters ago she's like oh you must be a clairvoyant because you saw me coming yeah yeah so like i guess she's just realizing that it's probably like that's like the you know what's going on and it's amazing she starts like chucking these axes at shin shin's dodging them and she she she's she, you know she go, go, goes on she's like as a sakamoto fan you're a disgrace like she's really just like a, an insane fan of sakamoto <laughs> it's so funny but She's Shin, number one otaku. Yeah, the number one otaku. And, like, you know, Shin even, like, deflects w- one of her hits. And, you know, he he thinks to himself, he's like, this girl, she's got some big weapons and knows how to use them. Yeah, she is honestly super dangerous. But now we um zoom, we, we zoom back to uh, Kaji and uh, Ma- Mafuya. Mm-hmm. And Maf- 
Booyah is basically like, oh, I wish I, I wish I could help, but um, you know, I just feel too sick. I'm like, oh my god, dude, really? Yeah, he needs to get over this seasickness. Like, bring some medicine or something if you're gonna get sick. No, yeah. How did he not get sick on the plane? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, 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 it's so funny. He's like, mm, I wonder, should I help out here? Like, yeah, this is Kaji speaking. He's like, but what should I say? Something like, yo, I'm here for you, bro. Is that too much? He's gonna think I'm being too friendly if I say that. Or would it be more natural to to just jump in without saying anything hmm. and we get a little like thing like um no on on the, the side he's like kaji's extremely so shy <laughs> mm-hmm. this is like me sometimes i'm like should i go over to the person and then it's like well it would be a little weird if i just went over <laughs> yeah it's so funny kaji's basically yeah he's like i'll just wait for him to say something first and he's like, for, for now, maybe I'll just rub this this guy's back. Yeah, he starts and, rubbing Mafuyu's back. And, and the whole time, he's talking about going over to Shin or, like, calling over the Shin. And Mafu- yeah, exactly. And Mafuyu's like, could you not, not touch me? You know, he's just, like, super irked out by this. <laughs> so and, like, funny. Kaji's just, like, in shock. <laughs> but we get back to the fight, and, like, you know, Shin's, like, dodging moves. Like, she's coming at him, like, straight on. She, like, sends, sends a, a kick to her, like, right neck and, like, pushes her back. She's like, yeah, so and then when they show yeah. these like panels where it's like negative, that's Shin like predicting her movements ahead of time. So yeah, that's like exactly. what he sees like two movements ahead of her or whatever. Honestly, so useful, honestly, because mm-hmm. originally it, it was only like like he he can read the minds, but it's like now he could predict like. What yeah, I like how in like sick. a lot of um, like manga they don't just like stick with one power it's like okay you have one power and now like you have all these things that would make sense because you have that power. Yeah, yeah, no, it's super awesome. So yeah, like the, they they continue to fight, and um, Taomar was basically like, "So you like to counterattack, huh? I guess that means I will have to take you out in one go, right?" And Whoa. she and she you know and then she starts firing her weapon. Shin's dodging. Shin's basically you know Shin's putting up a sweat. He's basically like, "Oh my god, what would Sakamoto do?" And you know, but he real he realizes, which is a cool realization, that he's like basically like. You know, I'm not like Sakamoto. Like, I don't have that, you know, his exact skills. So, you know, I got to figure out what I, I can do, basically, with, with, like, my own, you know, abilities. Yeah, and it's cool. They show, like, this little panel where he's in the middle of, like, he's in, like, the negative world. And there's, like, he's standing in the middle. There's all these lines going out that are kind of like water. And that's, so like, like, that kinda... must be his other realm where he, like, predicts the movements and everything. It's kind of like... um the 64 palms in Naruto where they like, yeah. see the things around them. It's like this is his like ability to see around him, like the plane in which he sees things coming at him. Yeah. No, it's super sick, honestly. And then he, he gets a thought. Like, you know, he just thinks to himself and he sees like a, b- a bunch of like fish in his memory. And Tarumar is basically like, you never catch up to to Sakamoto. Basically like putting, you know, p- putting it really in his head. Like he has to really do 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 something right now. He's charging ahead though. Yeah, no, he charges straight ahead, and Tarumaro looks even like slightly shocked that like he's <laughs> coming at her so hard. Mm-hmm. And he he basically like he he, he doesn't hit her body ne- ne- necessarily, but he hits her yeah. gun and like pushes her back super far. And she's like, whatever, whatever. I could take weak blows like that forever. But then suddenly <laughs> she she looks down and she was like, that was nothing. And then she realizes that um. You know, she's basically like falling down like a waterfall. These people don't pay attention to what's behind them. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Right? He's like, "Have you ever heard of a um shins?" Basically, like, "Have you ever heard of a waterfall so tall that it stops fish from going upstream?" I was hearing a lot of fish voices, <laughs> which is funny. I guess so. Yeah, like those, to fish. when he was like picturing all those fish in his mind before, and he got that thought, like, "This is him 
like yeah, what I was exactly. talking about that that picture of him with the in the in the negative zone or whatever. He's feeling out everything, and then he hears the fishes talking about, "Wow, this waterfall is so tall." I know. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I really like how like Shin's having like a really badass few 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 chapters going on mm-hmm. here. Like, I really think he's like. Excelling. I think that fight from like the last. Uh, arc with like X or whatever. Like, oh yeah, it, like traumatized him it's or whatever you want to say. Totally, yeah. I think it totally made made him realize that he has to like turn the hell up, you know, and try to like be on Sakamoto's level. So yeah, basically she she falls into the ground and uh, Shin continues to say he's like leveraging the environment to one's advantage is an uh, is a homage to Mr. Sakamoto. <laughs> Which is funny <laughs> that his it. thoughts were like, wait, I'm nothing like Sakamoto. It's like, wait, actually, no, I am. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy. And then he has like a thought and he sees um. He sees um Taramaro and like it's and he he basically says I will have to take you out in one go right like he's basically like thinking well, about what she was saying yeah she was Sorry, saying yeah that. exactly and then he's like the power to deliver a decisive blow better get back to my team <laughs> and he's like well I shouldn't think about it and then he he has like a thought he's like I guess it's kind of like um he hears her yeah basically yeah yeah like he's like it's like no Sakamoto. And he, he's like, huh? He's like, what the? She's like, then, ah, I can't breathe. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and basically, yeah. And Shin is basically like, damn it. And he, you see him take off his shoes and jump straight into the uh, water. He looks like Sakamoto a little bit too. You know, like when he's I skinny say Sakamoto. A little bit. Maybe like, he needs to, you know, longer hair. Grow out his hair and yeah. get a little p- pony going on. So basically, he's like going into the water. He's looking for her. He, he's like, there. Her Sakamoto, her Sakamoto, her Sakamoto doll got snagged, and like you, you see her trying to like pull it off from the bottom of the Yeah, rock. like she, it's stuck. This girl's probably gonna die trying to get the Sakamoto <laughs> doll off. Shin's like, wow, that's a hardcore fan. <laughs> yeah, and you see her basically like almost passing out, but then you know, thankfully, you know, like good old Shin, you know, brings her up, and she, she basically wakes up. She's like, Sakamoto, oh, I'm glad you're you're okay. And Shin, wa- Shin's like basically walking away. He's like, next time I won't rescue you. And she's like, hey, like, why did you save me? And Shin looks at her super pissed. And he's like, because I know how it feels to look up to Mr. Sakamoto. Besides, Mr. Sakamoto also wouldn't have let you you die. That's all. And it's a really cool image because, like, you know, she's it's like her looking at Shin. And, like, you see, like, an image of, like, Sakamoto, like, next, next to, to Shin. him. Yeah, it's, I like, like cool. It's like I, I, I can, can really see Shin, like, going up to his level at some point. Yeah, maybe he could just take over for him and Sakamoto could just stay at the store. Yeah, well, yeah, no, we'll we'll see how it uh yeah, and plays then, out. Uh, she's like, "You can have it," and Shin's like, "What?" She's like, "The title of Top Otaku. You could be his number one fan and trying to give him like the Sakamoto doll." He's like, "No <laughs> way." He's, she's like, "Why? Why? We can cheer him on together." And he and basically Shin, Shin's like, "Come on, chill. Like, I I don't want the doll. I I just want your your tail, basically." And then suddenly, in an, in an amazing display. We see um Shinye, who you know don't let's you know just to re- recap on who who he is. He was one of the characters that was introduced with uh. Kaji he's the one that Tomorrow. looked like Megami, but like when he has these goggles on, he doesn't look like Megami at all. Well, yeah, I mean, I I see it still, but his hair is I guess a, a little bit more me- messy. But he basically comes after he see, you 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 see Shin and he's looking back you know at Teromaru for a, a second, and you know Shinye just like pummels her like super hard in, into the rock and it explodes. So like and ugh, she doesn't look good honestly, but Shin's basically like what, and we we see Shinye um he has like these like super cool like goggles going on and I don't know his his hands like what do you think like I don't know like they have these it seems he has to be, like, like gloves they have something on the, the gloves or something there's like he has gloves the yeah and then like uh yeah on the knuckles I think they're just like I don't I don't know what those are honestly. Oh, you know what it is? Okay, okay. Well, just to not to like spoil what happens next, but like you go to the next page and you realize that 
um, Gaku, right? That's his name. Ga- yes, Gaku. Yes. Yeah. He he's controlling him, but it's funny. He's like, oh, there's lag. Guess I'm. Ju- I guess I'm just gonna have to pretend I'm playing Resident Evil, which is a big shit on Resident Evil for having lag, apparently. Oh wow, that's a funny yeah. joke, actually. And then, uh, it's and like, then the scouting begin. We get a shot of like, you know, he's there with like this uh, virtual reality shit on that he, he's deer guy is there too. And then Taramaru is locked, knocked out. She looks fucked. But like those things on his hand are basically just like. Connecting to they his react hand. to this thing like you see um gaku has those like nerve so do you think it's hand. i see what you're saying so do, 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 do you think it's more of that like um gaku's controlling this guy might be a exactly? fucking robot like who knows i don't i don't know well he definitely is controlling like gaku moves and then yeah. he moves after him because like he has because i'm um shinye's goggles like they have like these um it's like a measuring crosshair. Like, yeah, like a crosshair, and they're basically like beep beep. So it's like we 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 definitely know it's like responding to it. But mm-hmm. it's just crazy. But yeah, and like the, the way they drew him, crazy. Yeah. The way they drew him, this is like One Punch Man suddenly, like the web comic One Punch Man, where it's like <laughs> he's moving so fast. Like it's insane the way they drew him here. Yeah. So honestly, great. Yeah. So ba- basically, we, we we end the chapter with that. So yeah, we didn't even get to get back to Sakamoto and Akira. No. Yeah. Not 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 for this chapter. But it's I okay. definitely really like this. I definitely really like this chapter. Like I I definitely think this like highlights a lot of like Shin's goals and like him using his head and like, you know, really like, you know, f- f- more or less using his head to de- to defeat Taromaru and. You know, a really, and you know, I, I guess suddenly, like, I didn't even know that this, this was gonna happen, but at, at the end, we also got a really cool reveal about, you know, Gaku is definitely connected to, um, you know, at least uh, Shinya, Shin, at least Shinya. I mean, we don't. Really I mean, necessarily... why would Shinya attack the girl if like they were connected? But then again, who knows? Like, Kaji's also on their team fighting against her, and she knows that they all came in together. So who? Yeah. Knows? Who knows? So yeah, who 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 knows? But it's really, but yeah, a super cool cool chapter. I I like the last four pages because they're basically like two pages like they're like giant mm-hmm. you know so. it also makes me think like really fun chapter, <clears> yeah. remember earlier on they uh when x like when he first appeared a couple chapters ago like again and he was like yeah. oh, i'm trying to call them but they must be like they're busy or whatever yeah like i guess it is them right it's just weird it's like i don't see how all of them could be on x's side we'll say yeah maybe maybe just you know shin shin uh shinye is Kaji, you know, he seems a little suspicious, but like he was a little nervous about helping Shin exactly. and like, what to do. <clears throat> but at the same time, he didn't necessarily seem like he was gonna help Taromaro. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't we'll know. Definitely exactly. see. But um, okay. So what, what rating is, do you give it to? I give this chapter like a nine. I think it's super fun. Okay. Uh, I think it's really funny with Taromaru and like really awesome fight scenes and. Yeah, I'm super excited for the next of it, and I I really think like this chapter showing me that like I feel like this arc is gonna be like a while, and it's really cool because it's like a a lot of like fighting, a lot of actions going on, and like I feel like Sakamoto Days is really like picking up, picking up. Yeah, yeah so. I like the part where um, woo, good, great chapter. I like the part where uh, they like the joke that he makes about Resident Evil at the end because it's so random. Yeah. Like I, I love that like all these manga people are like, yeah, everybody plays the same video games I do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like I mean, Gintama, the <laughs> the honorary Gintama reference. He's always talking about Dragon Quest, and then even towards the end, he was talking about Sekiro. And I'm like, I've never played any of these games. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, but it's also funny because I also got the um, volume one. Uh, oh yeah, it's a true. Hard copy of mm-hmm. Sakamoto Days, so it was super cool to like read it through. And yeah, I think it just came out. So anybody who's uh, you know a super fan should uh, get on. Yeah, it, you guys so. should definitely buy it because you want to have the Sakamoto. first editions always. Yeah, I mean, and then yeah. like, what if they don't print the rest in English? Like, uh, it oh, could God. happen. It could happen. God, 
Yeah, I mean, I think Sakamoto Day seems to be doing well for, like, a, a newer running Mike, It's, you know, I feel like that's 66. It's on chapter 66 now. Like, it's getting to a pretty high mark. Right? This is, like, like, one of the only new ones that moves at, like, a good pace. Yeah. Like, Spy Family, not that it doesn't move at a good pace, but, like, it's kind of slow compared to this, right? Like, this does a lot. Like, yeah, you could, yeah, yeah. Sakamoto Day is dead. It, a lot, a, a lot, a lot has happened in 66 chapters. So, yeah, super excited about it. So, great. All right. That would be a great chapter. Now, so. moving on to the big one, as we say. Oh lord! Um, this, this, this one's an emotional battle. We got a 17-page chapter for once. Not, yeah, no yeah. longer 13. We're, we're getting in there. Uh, for My Hero Academia, chapter 350, bound to a fiery fate. <sighs> Let's get into it. So last chapter, it's funny because like I watch these videos on YouTube about My Hero. I don't remember course, what the guy's yeah. name is called. And every time that he starts it off for review for this week, he'll literally review the entire chapter before, and it pisses me off. But I do have to say what happened last chapter. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, hey, it's fair. It's so fair. we talked about last chapter a lot. We talked about it on the My Hero Academia podcast. Yeah. We talked about it on our podcast. We talked about it in normal life. Of course. Um, <laughs> and at the end, Dobby was about to go into the story of how he became Dobby to Shoto. Yeah. So this is where it starts off. I'm going to do a lot of reading in this chapter because it's just a basically big story. Um, so this is um, the doctor talking, uh, All for One's doctor. And he says, I suppose the big day has begun then. And we're at the, the police station. And this gorilla guy is like, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the doctor goes on to say, he's like, you're light on guards today. So it's pretty obvious. All to prepare for today. That's why we sought it out, why we sought out twisted raw material born into this world. And then we get a shot of Dobby um, like up, up above the All Might statue and his flames. It looks so cool. Like Yeah, Dabby's facing off a of Shota right now. It's amazing. It's like a mixture of like his clothes and the flames together. Yeah, they're like And Shoto's just like standing there ready to fight him. And like Shoto's pretty fucking brave for just fighting him by himself. Yeah, Dabby looks fucking nuts. Like Dabby's definitely like going he's definitely mm-hmm. gonna, gonna go full. And it's not like he even really knows him too much. You know, like he knows no. him, but it's not like they really grew up together. Like he disappeared by the time he was already a little kid, you know. So Yeah, it's a super emotional interaction. So sure. he goes on to say, he says, warp seeds that could serve as his vessel. And then obviously we get the shot of Dobby and it's clear that they're saying that Dobby was like supposed to be like maybe another hmm. uh, Shigar- like what Shigaraki is now, the vessel like, for bet- all for one. Yeah. Now that would have been a crazy story. So we get a flashback to 11 years earlier. And this is we saw like what I love about my hero is that sometimes they'll do this thing where they flash back and then like they flash back again and you pick up right where the flashback left off where you had all the questions about. It's really cool. Yeah. And then like even in the last time we saw these flashbacks, we got to see like a different version of what happened with Endeavor than when Shoto told us originally. Yeah. So it says 11 years earlier, Sekoto Peak. And we see Dobby like burning up and he's like, this is when he wanted Endeavor to come look at him to do, to show him how hot he could burn. And he's screaming. He's like, well, he's thinking to himself, he's like, hot. It's so hot. No, 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 no. I don't want to die. I still, I still haven't shown him anything talking about Endeavor. So sad. Um, And then the doctor, we flash back a little bit to the doctor in real life. And he's like, that one too was born with some cracks in him. No, maybe from the very start, it wasn't just cracks. Maybe that boy was born with everything. And oh you see God, a shot of shot. All for One. Mm-hmm. All for One, I love how they dress him like this. Like, he's such a, he's like an advanced villain past even like wearing clothes, really. But like, <laughs> when he wants to be really evil, he walks in with a suit and a fedora. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's an insane shot. Like, you, you see like, um, like a young Dabby literally like burnt her. Disgustingly burnt. It's so like, bad. It's dude. horrible. Yeah. And All for really One's scary. just walking up because he's a fucking piece of shit. Ugh, it really is. So then we get terrible. a shot of Dabby like waking up. And he's in this hospital bed in this like really weird um, 
uh, like children hospital. His he's face like, looks like it's like he's been a little uh, constructed or like. He definitely looks way better than he did last page. Um, and True. he's in this like little dog bed, and there's a sign on the wall that says "Get bed, get better soon, sleepyhead." <laughs> and he thinks, "Where am I? I'm alive." And all these people, like these little girls, are like, "Oh, he's awake. Sleepyhead is awake." Yeah, and he's like, like where, um, is this place? where are we? And he's like, was that really my voice? Because obviously, like, we've learned from uh, previous fights that your vocal cords can get burnt up by the fire because it happened to Shoto. Yeah, no, exactly. So he's definitely, he probably sounds like this. So the kids are like, <laughs> this is where we live. And somebody yells for the doctor. And then uh, they're like, it's been three years, Mr. Sleepyhead. You were asleep for three whole years, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, that, I don't, wow. He must have. They must have really did something to like keep keep him alive. Honestly, it's amazing. And they're saying that they don't even know if that's how long it was because they've only been there for so long. Yeah. So, uh, and he's like, three years. How? What happened? What's going on? I was on Sekito Peak, and then I burnt up, and I have to get home. And then we get this shot of this like really creepy looking guy. Yeah, he's straight, you want to describe like a, him? Yeah, he's basically like a he's like a he's basically like a giant like non detailed sunflower, and he just has like a you know like. Like uh, smiley eyes, and then mm-hmm. like you see him like saying, uh, "Dabby's like, why not?" And like you, you, yeah, you see like, him from the back. You can't and home. He's wearing like a like a gardening outfit, so it's just like I don't know. He's like a a weird flower man, yeah. So. And like his, at first I thought this face was like a mask, but like his ears are a part of the yeah. Head, he's so. just a real guy. He's he just, goes you know. from now on. You live here with everyone, your very own place under the sun. They're your new family. You'll come to love it as sure as the sun does rise. And he's like, uh, what? I got to get home. I bet my dad, uh, I bet that dad, I mean, was just too busy with work to come see me, right? Probably. Oh, my God. Yeah, he must be. He must be really worried. Those are some awful things I did and said. I should apologize to mom and everyone. And dad needs to see what I can do. And this is where, like, I really draw the parallel between him and Obito. Like, yeah, like I, remember, I, I, I see that. Yeah, remember in the part in Naruto where like they kidnap Obito and they like reconstruct him. It's very similar. Like yeah. years pass, he has like a new body from all the white Zetsu parts, and then he's like, okay, I'm gonna leave. And they're like, no. It, the difference <laughs> is that in Naruto they were like, go ahead, try, you know, and like they were they lying the whole time. The, yeah, they, and then here he's up. like, you're not going. But, yeah, you know, he's similar things. It's like Toya, like deep inside, he's like a really nice person and he wants to just make his parents happy. But like now he's just like so much horrible stuff has has happened to him. So then this is all for one on the computer screen, I'm pretty sure. And he says, sadly, your hope is in vain. Restoring your burnt and broken body was a monumental task. Your missing pieces had to be replaced via regenerative tissues. You're a changed man with that burnt rictus look on your face. And yet you survived. And he Dobby goes, I'm changed. I don't get what you're saying all for one goes on to say you'll never exhibit the power you once did every organ was damaged your senses your ability to feel pain all dulled your body is debilitated and you'll never be the same again and he looks a little shocked dobby it's terrible but but alas despite our best efforts we wanted to welcome you in at your full strength we failed and then there's like a picture of uh an angry endeavor mm -hmm. with show um with Dabby. So. Yeah, but I don't know what they're trying to say here. Like, were they trying to say that they were going to, like, take him, like, before he burnt himself up? Maybe, yeah. Which is kind That's of weird to say. Interesting point, yeah. And then he, Alpharon says, you must be suffering, you poor thing. But I might just be able to restore your flames to their full glory. Well, what do you say? Will you join our family and allow me to raise you? And Dobby's like, shut up. <laughs> and he goes, hmm? And he goes, no way am I getting trained by anyone else. That's Dobby. And you know what's interesting? Like, 
up to this point, we thought that Dobby was inspired by Stain to yeah, join up true. with Shigaraki. But apparently he's known all for one the whole time. But the other thing is he may have not known exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I think he. Yeah, because this is like, just a black computer screen talking to him. Yeah, like it's probably somebody that he just like thought was taking over. Him. I mean, yeah, I mean maybe at I don't this know, point but he reali- it, I don't know if he ever re- re- realizes that. But we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll on, see but. as it goes on. Yeah, exactly. So then we cut back to the present and the doctor's talking. He's like, he's already been too molded by his upbringing for us to lead him astray. He was already festering it away inside. Even the man who had known absolute control far and wide couldn't exploit the boy's obsession with his father. Because they're saying that, like, they couldn't turn him evil because he loved his dad so much that, like, they weren't going to be able to convince him in a way that they could convince Shigaraki, essentially. Yes. Those kids were our spares in case anything happened to Tomer Shigaraki. So fucked up. A seedbed of ferocity and hatred, one full, one full of vessels for the Demon King. Dabby as one of those spares was a failed experiment. And I think that like so insane. This shot is him leaving the wherever that was and like burning it up. Yeah, I wonder exactly so I, I guess like at some point, like maybe like some time passed, but he left the um you know, the all for one like holding and Well, right there. He in this <clears throat> Yeah, no, me. yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. Like he, I'm sure he he left and then he just went to be like on the streets and then eventually like he might have just did this immediately too because he's like still in this hospital clothes like they're like no shoes anything you know what i mean yeah no that's that's definitely true Um, possible yeah so then the gorilla is like how despicable no never mind what are you even trying to say more crap about how all for one had everything planned out from the start which is hilarious that's like all of our opinion like all right what like what's going on here like okay all for one is so smart cool he is bro he's fucking (laughs) crazy and then the doctor says, I'm saying they'd better watch out because that one boy never did buy what we were selling. Nah, we gave up on Dabby and let him run loose because after his body came back to life and he was up and about, he wasn't supposed to live for more than a month, which is crazy. Um, and then Insane. there's this shot of like uh, when Dobby first came back to them. And I guess so they thought that Dobby was dead. Or at least, like, they believe that he would die soon. Yeah. And then, like, when he came in with this part where we know um, when he met up with them with Stain and he's, like, looking at these Nomu. This is when they showed them the stronger Nomu. Yes. Um, they're like, how could he come back? How is he even still alive? Like, they're like, like I guess, like, the, the doctor's shocked. Like, he knew about him. Exactly. So, From, like, Dobby, you know, treating him, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he says, like, you're the one who kept me alive, he's right? Like, you, yeah. And exactly. then the doctor's like, "Yeah, well, I'm tickled. I'm tickled pink that you realized. Now tell me, what's been keeping you kicking?" And then he's thinking to himself, "I had to know what Dobby was really thinking, so I arranged a moment would be alone, just the two of us. Seeing this walking corpse here gives me a decent idea of what you people are planning to do with me." Dobby says about the Nomu. It's insane. And I'm back now because this seemed like the perfect place for my funeral. That one glimpse told me everything. The doctor said. He kept his dying body tethered to this world through a pure blazing grudge, which is crazy. Yeah, it really, like, yeah, and this shot is, like, insane, honestly. Well, this is what makes me think that, like, this is, there's no redemption for him, but, like, maybe there will be, like, a spiritual redemption for him where he doesn't get to, like, live and, like, move on, but, like, they get to a point where he can, like, everybody is okay with, like, what happened and, like, they understand that it wasn't his fault. You know? Yeah, no, it, he's really been, like, tortured just as much as Shigaraki in a way. It's really uh, insane. Honestly, maybe even, like, well, Shigaraki, yes, he's tortured in a lot of ways, but, like, he was never, like, 
Dobby never got the like. Oh, you're the one yeah. that we're picking. I mean, treatment. they both have like deep family trauma, so mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And but they are both Shigaraki to the gets like put world. up on like a pedestal to all for one in them of course, because they yeah. he's their vessel. But like Dobby was basically thrown away by them too, so he yeah. gets thrown away by everyone. Thrown away, but he was, you know, kind of like cycled back and at some point. Well, yeah. So he came back. Yeah. But continue, so yeah. He, he Dobby. This is the present time. He goes on to say, Shoto, I did come home actually. Even though I was weaker than ever, and there was no way that what I was hoping for was there, but I was sure something must have changed. It's all I wanted to see. And then we see like a shot of Shoto, like basically setting up for some move, I guess. And then um, Dobby's like walking, I guess, uh, to the Endeavor household, which is insane. Or the Totoro household. It's insane that this happened, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. wow. And then he said, instead, I was shown once more, and there's like, there's a picture of Toya, and like. He's basically like, um, it's like a Buddhist. What like, were we watching prayer. recently? Where they, they. Uh, oh no, no, I was watching this show uh, about oh, fuck. I forget what, the, what it was called. Um, it was about like all these kids, and one of their friends had died when they were younger, and their parents had like a uh, memorial set up in their uh, living room, and it looks exactly like this. So like they have Dobby yeah. there, they have him in front of like this little memorial. I mean Toya there, little memorial, and he says, um, after three years away, I witnessed that old familiar scene, and you see like. Endeavor like beating the shit out of Shoto. Yeah, so I guess he may he must have witnessed it happening, and he just knew he he, he couldn't go back. He said, uh, "Instead, I was shown once more the reason why I, the reason I was born. The fact is, as a failed creation, my life had been pointless. This family had left me behind in their past, which I don't know if I really like. I understand why he would feel that way, but." They do care that he died, you know. No, yeah, they, yeah. And Endeavor was trying to stop him. Like he told him, "You can't do this stuff because, like, you will kill yourself." Yeah, he just went about it the wrong way. Endeavor. Yeah, it's just he was. Sad. Also, he has five kids. A little hard. No, I'm just joking. But, um, so Endeavor. this is <laughs> this is still um, Dobby talking. He says, "When you surpass your limits, it's like everything you've built up is flipped around upside down." I focus on honing my flame so I wouldn't be weak the next time we met. This body of mine kept peeling away and failing to, and falling to pieces, but I never felt a thing. And you see, like his, he's just burning up. He says, "You want battle moves? I've seen them all over and over." And then uh, Endeavor Sidekick. What's this guy's name with the horns? Do you remember? I unfortunately don't remember. Yeah. He's one of Endeavor Sidekick. He right? in- he's like Shoto. Listen, I think. And then uh, Shoto's like, "Yeah, he's been prepared to die from the start." Which we can tell. Yeah, he's and, really uh, like burning, burning up too right now. <clears throat> Dobby says every time that thing saved the city, every time that thing got a boost in popularity, my heart kept pounding away. Ever since the day that Toya died and Dobby was born, and we see, uh, like him at the memorial that they had set up for him, like basically praying for his own death and like accepting yeah. that he had died. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Which is really scary. Like it's it's so sad. Like. It's so sad that he has to go I through know. this. No, it really is bad. A lot of these people in this situation in anime, same thing with Obito that I was saying before. Like, if yeah. they could just talk to the people that they're like holding these feelings against, they would feel differently. I know. Like, if Obito yeah. would just talk to Kakashi, he would have understood what happened uh, there with Rin and, and not felt as bad about it. If Toya could have literally just said to Endeavor, like, hey, I'm alive still. Like, the, all these people kidnapped me and reconstructed me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, let's like, figure this out. Then everything would have been a lot better off. It would have been but, a lot different. Yeah. Definitely. So this is the doctor talking again. He goes, heat is the energy born of living things as they move and thrive. All for one who seeks to live forever had no use for that mad heat rushing headlong toward death. The demon lord himself had to abandon that frenzied flame of death. And then there's this like crazy shot of Dobby on top of the um, 
the All, All Might statue, statue. Yeah. and you see like him step through All Might's fist and burn it completely. Like it's like it's like as if the fist was like hidden like a volcano. Yeah, and magma was magma was forcing through it, and you see he's Dobby's melting. crazy face with almost all of his skin gone, and he's like burning up everything around him. And like the last page, he's like flash fire, uh, heat fist, which is like I thought he said insane. heat fish for a second. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. And he's like once I've burned away all that thing holds near and dear that will be the mark i've left on this world and obviously that thing is endeavor he's talking about exactly and then shoto looks on he says like i said like i said big brother not on my watch and i'm not sure who's using what here i i would assume dobby's using it but maybe they're both using it that would be cool i mean it seems like a new move flash fire heat fist right yeah Yeah, i haven't heard of that one before yeah but i i I honestly love these shots like i love Mm -hmm. them um on page um 15 like where like basically like they're saying like ever since that day, that that Toya died and Dabby was born. Like I really do feel like there was definitely a transitional period. Right like here, Harry, like you Harry could tell broke. that like he basically mourns himself. It's crazy. It's scary. It's yeah, sad. Yeah, it's honestly like it, it honestly has given a, a lot of like um like insight into like Dabby's life and mm-hmm. like honestly it makes this fight with Shota like so much more meaningful and like I can't it, wait to see like what's gonna happen with just it. Like, like the gorilla cop amazing. was saying it basically is like oh all for one was controlling more but it's like yeah i guess so unfortunately yeah, yeah unfortunately and i love these like last couple pages like the 16 where he's like uh stepping through all might's fist i even like Insane. um yeah he's in the so crazy dude. when they show all for one uh let's see what page this is when they show dobby like when he was on the peak it's it's page four and he's burning up, and Alfron walks up to him, and he's literally like dead. Like there's no more life left in him. Yeah, I really wonder how that went. But I mean, he Jesus. did die, and you know, the whole chapter they're telling him you're a different person, and like maybe he is a different person. Maybe he's not Toya anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's apparently not, honestly. <laughs> but what do you think about this this chapter? Um, yeah, I would give it. So hard. I don't want to rate everything so high. You're like, it's a I'll, four. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Uh, I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine out of ten. I think that this is like great backstory. It's gonna one of those it's gonna be one of those moments like when you look back and read like everything in full context, like it's gonna be like a really emotional moment. But since we're reading it like every two weeks at this point, it's like a little hard to like keep the emotion of the parts, you know. Oh my god, yeah. Uh no, and exactly. I think my my favorite part um is when we find out that like Dobby uh came back on his own uh to join them even though like he technically was like one of their like experimental Shigarakis before they got Shigaraki. Yeah. No, so yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. It is cool that he was like that. I really do imagine like Dabby had more like control of his like um like powers and like was like could be like Shigaraki like imagine that would be insane. like you're the doctor and all for one and like this stuff happens with stain you don't expect it to happen basically and then you get all this support and then like you're like okay there's gonna be some new people coming in and then like Toga walks in and twice and you're like okay and then Spinner and then Dobby walks in and you're like oh my god like, yeah I thought he was dead and no, no one said shit they were like who is this guy and then Dobby immediately is like you're the doctor that saved me right it's like oh my god he remembers too yeah yeah <laughs> But I don't know. You think that, like, this doctor guy is, like, also that sunflower guy? I mean, I don't know how that would work out, but... I don't know. I, I don't know, honestly. I think that may have just been... I mean, to me, it just seems like somebody who just, like, so happened to, like, work there or whatever. But, I mean, it, it could be possible, honestly. Maybe it will be addressed. So, yeah, what was your yeah. favorite parts? Honest, honestly, like, I got to say, like, I think one of my favorite parts is, like, I love I love the like last few pages like I um like I I I mean I love the whole thing because it's like really interesting like I love on page uh four like just the image of all for one yeah, like walking and seeing his core body mm-hmm. and I just love the whole concept of like not love but like I think it's very interesting the concept of that like 
he is like his original self is dead and like this is like now he's like reborn as like Dobby. So yeah, no, I love yeah, it. I love I this chapter. Great. Yeah, and unfortunately we got to wait two weeks now again, but anyway, it's fine. Do. It's fine uh, <laughs> because you know like. Honestly, like this is gonna have to be one of those things that once it once it's uh, once it's over, I'm just gonna reread the last hundred chapters or like whatever I got up to when I stopped reading. I currently started reading, you know, like yeah, maybe yeah. from like three twenty on, I'll read. I'm it. gonna have to, yeah. I kind of want to start on with like stars and stripes, like yeah, exactly, exactly, because it's so, like so much stuff has happened. Um, all right, so yeah, that's that. And then so since Jujutsu Kaisen's on a break, even though I have a Jujutsu Kaisen hat now. <laughs> I'm literally wearing it, but we're not even talking about it. It's sick. <laughs> it has it has a Nobara on it. You can get it at um, Zoomies. Um, anyway, so we're gonna review the first episode of Spy Family, and then, like I said in the beginning of the episode, it's gonna turn into the Tuesday is gonna be the four, the core four, as we call them. Yeah, or as I call them, core four. And then uh, the Friday is gonna turn into us reviewing Spy Family and a movie. Yeah, and then I'm super maybe excited about depending it. on how quick Spy Family is, maybe something else. But probably just that. Yeah, and you know, we'll so do like one shots and uh, uh, other things. So yeah, all right. So Spy Family, um, it was a really popular manga. Who's it by? Um, it is by. Let me just. I, I just want to make sure I have the name right. Uh, his name is Tatsuya Endo. Okay, so yeah. Um, it was announced like honestly only a couple months ago. I want to say like whenever that Shonen Jump like Festo was. Yeah, that I they think were gonna exactly like around when it was announced. Like I like saw the um trailer for it and I was like, oh, this is like delightful. Like yeah. I started reading the manga and now I'm caught up. So mm-hmm. it's really yeah, exciting for it, me to see it come out. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me, it's a similar vibe to like. Sakamoto days where it's like lighthearted but it's also serious. It's different, but it's similar. It's different, yeah. And then um yeah, so they, they decided they were gonna put the anime out and then like you said, you've already read it, so you're up to date. I'm what I'm day, gonna yeah. stay anime only for this for a little while oh, as okay. much as I can. Nah, I'm just <laughs> but um I think you were saying they're gonna do twenty four episodes, so yeah, with the twenty four episodes, it might cover the whole manga that's out. Yeah, and I mean the only thing I could see is an issue is that like um, you know, like it's also cause like it this will take a, a while for for more to come out. So Yeah, because it's bi weekly. So yeah, 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 it's like biweekly, so it takes like a while to come out. But I mean, it's great. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> um, so episode one, uh, it basically just gets into the story, like setting everything up. So what? what let's just just start it off, Chris. Yeah, yeah, we I mean we can start it off, you know. But uh, you know, basically we're in the country of Ostania, you know. I hope I pronounced that correctly. But um, you know, we see um, you know, um, some diplomats from uh, West Davos, which is the, the country to the west of you know. What um Ostania, and basically you know he realizes that like suddenly like the brakes on we're, we're working on his car and he's like freaking out you know, and he's just like oh my god like what the, what the, what's going on and basically it causes him to get into a car accident. I mean I think he maybe you know could have turned out of the way maybe not have died in this exact way but either way someone cut his uh car b- brakes and what I, I immediately no, no, like notice in this anime is like it's like. I think it's animated like really well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't know if you think, think so too. I don't know if you're like as much as into the style. But I think that like a lot of the things, like the cars and the streets and everything, they're like photorealistic. Yeah, and it's, then yeah, when they go to the animation, it's cool. Like I don't think it's bad at all. It's not like my favorite favorite kind, but it's super clean, like the way it moves and everything. So it it flows really nicely. No, yeah, yeah, I think it does flow really nicely. Um, and uh, so yeah, ba- basically. You know, after this happens, you know they fall off, and you know they unfortunately pass away. And uh, mm-hmm. we 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 get into this like office basically, and it's uh the people from you know the uh, West sorry I apologize the uh, West Italian intelligence view yeah, and basically they view it as like they're like the CIA yeah they're like the CIA for like uh, West Tavaz I suppose and the base you know they view it as basically an assassination done by uh the 
the far right wing political party from the uh, you know the eastern country of Austenia. So, mm-hmm. and basically they, you know, they're basically saying it's like you know they're attempting to spark a war between the two countries of West Tavaz and Austenia. And you know we get we we're shown that they decide to put a stop to this scheme by leaving it to the most skilled agent, Agent Twilight. Yeah, and also it's kind of funny because like I guess um for political gain here we see that they gather information on this like one political leader and they find out that like the big thing that will get him out of office is that he wears a toupee and he pretends that he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, which <laughs> is hilarious. Yeah. So like this is like a, a cool little like scene where like we uh get to see like you know some action with a uh, Twilight. But you know they they go on to, to say they're like you know just as, just as I promised photographic proof that the foreign minister, and then where's this the yeah yeah and, and then this cool guy you know in like a, a nice hat he's like he's like where's an airpiece negatives and all <laughs> and our and our you know um you know I guess like you call him like a protagonist he's like an, in, uh, an investigator oh no yeah I'm sorry I'm just talking about this guy he's oh, basically okay. like nice job this should be enough to secure his resignation keep up the good work and he basically walks off the guy's like the inspector's like where are you going aren't you gonna hand over what you promised basically Mm -hmm. and this guy's like what but but i just and and then basically they basically like realize right they're like oh my god like this guy like we gave the information to like the wrong person they're like oh no this was a setup and we see this cool guy like you know the guy who just left the drive off in the car and he like rips his mask off and we are revealed the very handsome face of our protagonist twilight agent twilight and uh it's funny because like they give him a bunch of different names and i think we're about to talk about this where he's out to dinner with that girl yeah but um they called him robert and i was like his name is robert and then you're like well not exactly and i'm like oh okay uh yeah he goes by many names i love like oh like like they go into a little bit like i was writing it down when i was watching the episode but they're like the man was a spy in an hour in which the nations of the world were waging a fierce war of information just out of sight. Mm-hmm. He was a veteran of the battlefield, employing hundreds of different faces to survive. So, you know, I feel like it's, it's cool. Like, they introduce him. Like, he's, like, a cool character. Like, yeah. it's amazing how he has, like, a, a mask like that. Even so the vibe of this anime kind of gives me, like, Kobayashi vibes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's, it's, like, super like, cool. Because once he meets Anya, which we'll get into in, like, a couple minutes also. Sorry to keep rushing ahead. No, but, no. It's um, it, like, she, her vibe is exactly, like, the the dragon in Kobayashi, like, the first one. <laughs> like, she just wants to yeah. help. And she's like, oh, like, uh, you know, and never. And she's like, you have to stay home. And she's like, I don't want to stay home. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know why reminds me of that but no yeah it's like that vibe honestly mm-hmm. it's super cool though and and then like we're shown into like a cool restaurant and uh we see twilight with slightly d- different hair you know likely in a different d- disguise but he's having you know um he's basically having dinner with this woman and the woman goes on she's like daddy was going on and on about how someone stole his hairpiece pictures <laughs> and how he was going to pay them i haven't the foggiest idea what he was talking about Robert, are you even listening to me? And he's like, mm. oh, indeed. How unfortunate <laughs> for him. It's so, it's so funny because, like, we basically, like, you connect here that, like, she's the daughter of, like, the inspector that, like, he basically got the photos from. So, yeah. like, now, like, they know. So it's just, like, hysterical. Yeah, like, he was, this is another one of his, like, missions that he was on. And it's funny because, like, she's talking about these people getting married. And then she's like, you think that uh, Will ever? And he immediately interrupts her and he's like, we need to break up. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, let's break up. Your conversation suggests a limited in- intellect. And she's like, what? 
He's like, best of luck in your future affairs. Yeah, yeah. He's like, best of luck in your future affairs. And she's like, wait. She's like, wait, Robert. <laughs> and he's like, boom. This bum, man's Stone Cold Savage. Exactly. I, I, I love that. Like yeah. this um show has like Sick spy music. music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's cool. Like you, a, a lot of anime the intro like don't. Was great. I forgot to mention, but yeah, exactly. The a lot of anime great. they don't really like lean into like the theme of it all the time. Like My Hero kind of does, but they don't have like superhero music all the time. You know what I mean? But like this one, they're like, oh, he's a spy. It's like, all right, put on like the. Yeah, exactly. I love this whole. I, I used to love like spy stuff growing up. I used to watch all like the James Bond movies and stuff. So you know, I, I'm into the whole a- aesthetic. It's super cool to think that like, you know, I mean, this probably does happen even in real life. We just don't even re- realize as much. Like, there's there's all these secret spies and they're just trying to like, you know, make sure like worst political things aren't happening. Apparently, mm-hmm. they're, they're not doing too good of a job, but. Yeah, <laughs> so then I think that um, what happens is he ends up getting a new mission. And it's funny when they give him the new mission, What the, how they give him the mission is like he meets somebody on a bench and yeah. they hand over newspapers. He gives them a regular newspaper and the guy gives them a newspaper with the mission written down on the newspaper. Yeah, no, it's like very it's cool. smooth. Like, yeah. and even like before this, like he like he like walks off from uh, Karen. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like he's like literally like, I'm sorry, Karen, but I have no further need for you or rather your father. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to say goodbye to the Robert disguise too, and then it's cool because he goes off. It's like a, a kind of like a, a theme throughout the this, this series, but he's like hopes of marriage, the, the joys of an ordinary life. Those join my ID papers and rubbish bin on the day I became a spy. So yeah, it's he's just hard boiled. To, yeah, you know? it's just to make sure he's hard boiled. But yeah. yeah, so he gets you know his information mm-hmm. from um, that random guy on the bench, and he goes onto the train. Yeah, he's reading it, and then he figures out that like his next mission requires him to get married and have a kid. Yeah, and he literally, like, spits out his coffee. And it's such, like, a funny scene because, like, he's, like, <laughs> it's, like, everyone's, like, looking at him because he, they, he's, you know, like, they tell him that they only, he can only do, do, do this into, like, in, like, seven days. Yeah, but to and get, he also, yeah. uh, he has to have a kid and a wife because um, the person that they're investigating, he's, I forgot what D- his name is. His name is uh, Desmond. Yeah, Desmond, exactly. So he, um... He only comes out in the public when he drops off his kid at a school, and they need to have, uh, yeah, Donovan Desmond. Yeah, and he's um, he's a fucking he's scary guy too. He looks yeah. like he's dead. Yeah, he's um, very weird. Yeah, and he only comes out to bring his kid to school, so they need to have a kid to get into his school. And we also find out later in the episode that you need to have both parents present at the ex- entrance exam. So yeah, that's, why he that's a little later, but exactly, yeah. So basically, he expects like he's he's like shocked and he rips the, the paper because he has to do it in seven days, <gasps> which is like insane and then he's like i'm supposed to have a kid <laughs> yeah yeah he freaks like, out right, like he has like anime moment but he's like i need to calm down a spy who loses his cool is a spy is a spy <laughs> who's about to lose his life i love his sick. like demeanor it's so funny yeah, like even later like anya she keeps being like he's a liar but he's a good liar <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i love like this and i love the art while he's like on this like train to going through everything mm-hmm. it's really nice but yeah. the, they um you know we we go on to, to find out that uh like the, you know like his, the guy who's giving him the mission he's like we're calling it operation uh, sticks this operation is a key to maintaining peace between east and west and perhaps the world beyond you and your fellow agents do great deeds that never see the light of day you are heroes without shadows you will earn no medals your name will never make it into the papers but despite that never forget that every day that everyone else's day to today lives are possible because of the blood and because of your blood and sweat mm-hmm. you know so it's just like really cool that like uh he's like saying that spies are important we yeah need, we, spies we need are important. 
So then I think that um, he ultimately like uh, he has to get a kid. So he obviously, yeah, obviously, he gets he's not the apartment have a kid. first, and then he's like he walks off and he uh, he basically goes to this like um, orphanage, orphanage yeah. with with this like because he's not going to be able guy. to have a kid in seven days. And then like even when we saw him, when you walk up to the orphanage, this guy's clearly drunk. Yeah, yeah, like he's clearly <laughs> wasted, and like he's basically like, um, you know, my wife and trying to have kids. He's like, yeah, whatever, just pick whatever, pick whatever one you want. And he knows that this this dumps like run down, but normally you know, in really real life, adoption's yeah. super hard. Here, they're like, oh, get these kids out of yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know who this guy is or how he owns an orphanage, but it doesn't matter. But you know, Lloyd basically he's like, you know, I, I, I you know, ideally, I like a child who could read and write. And he's like, yeah, in that case. Anya, get over here, and we're introduced to our, um, you know, one of the, the more loving, loved characters. Everybody loves her. If you go on Twitter, everybody's like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy." Anya, yeah, ex- exactly, yeah. She has like the little buns, and she has pink hair, and she's like really small. Yeah, exactly. So he, um, and I know we have fans of the podcast who do love this show, so I'm excited. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we're we're excited to review it. Uh, but uh, he he yeah. looks at her and he's like, "Okay, to be in to get into the entrance exam." You have to be at least six. This girl looks like she's four or five. And then you see her paying attention to him because you don't know. I mean, we know because we knew the premise before we watched it. What, yeah, what the yeah. thing is here. But you don't really know what what's happening. And then she um, she says, uh, I'm six. And he's like, uh, he's like, OK, I guess that's good enough. You know what I mean? And yeah. Then, like basically this th- this guy like wants to just get rid of her. Like he's even the, says. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. The funny thing yeah. is that like. She's a telepath. Sorry, that not to break the fourth wall here, but like whatever. Okay. She's a telepath, and is the she? funny thing is, <laughs> is that she's hearing this guy, the drunk guy, being like, "I need to get the fuck rid of this lady." And then she's also, I mean, child. And then you also she hears um, Twilight being like, uh, <laughs> "He's like, I need a smart girl. If she could figure out this crossword puzzle, she's definitely gonna come with me." As he's saying all the answers, she's just writing them down. Yeah, she's she super them. adorable. She just like runs runs over and. They're all like, you finished it early? <laughs> and uh, he's like, this is a stunning level of intellect. This girl should be able to ace the entrance exam. Exactly. I'll take this one. And it's e- even more sketchy because, like, you know, um, t- Twilight's even like, hey, so uh, how about this pay- paperwork? He's like, nah, don't worry about it. Just get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And then, you know, Anya even realizes, like, she's like, she says to, to herself, she's like, spy? Mission? So, you know, as a telepath, like, she's even aware. And, like, we're re- revealed that she is a, a telepath. And it's interesting. We we go into like a little thing about Anya. Like we're, we we realize that she's test subject 007, which is hysterical. She possessed the ability to read minds. She was made th- thus by accident, an unintended consequence of research research experiments conducted by a certain organization. She later escaped from the facility. She moved from institution to institution, seeking someone to take care of her. And then you know, basically, um, lo- um. Twilight or, you know, Lloyd, as, you know, he's going by in this. You know, his yeah, his last Lloyd name Forger. is literally Forger. Yeah, which is hysterical. He's like, what sounds good? <laughs> but he basically just lets her know. He'll he's like, hey, you'll be my child. You're always my child. And if anybody asks you, you're my child. You were <laughs> so child. just yeah. let everyone know that. Like, just like if anybody you know. asks you, like, I gave birth to you. <laughs> and, like, this adorable scene that I love, like, seeing an- animated. He's like, you you are to address me as father. And then she's like, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love she's her voice. Cute. Sorry, I just hit the mic. But I love her voice. Like she, she gives me like the Kagura vibes, where she's just like clueless, but also like pretty smart at the same time. 
Yeah, exactly. And then, like, it's... Yeah, exactly. And, like, she overhears him talking about, like, spy stuff in his head, and she, like, loves spies, apparently. So yeah, the she whole watches... team is, like... Yeah, like, when they get to that It's called Spy Wars. Yeah, they're watch- <laughs> she's watching a spy TV show. When they're out, she wants to, like, buy spy toys and stuff like that. And he's like, is this girl fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, and they and they basically have this cool moment, too, where, like, they're out, like, walking around. Because, you know, they just went to the uh, apartment. She just, you know, he just found out that she likes, the, you know, the, the shows. It's really funny. She's like, I want to silence pistol and like lloyd's like uh you know uh if we see one on sale and you know he he thinks to himself he's like the key to espionage is appearing absolutely normal i must i i must become completely inconspicuous and utter commonplace father and she's screaming she's like papa save me and like she like almost runs into this like um like she like runs off and um you know like uh he thinks to himself he's like holding Hands will impair my ability to react to an enemy attack, but I suppose there was no way around it. She, <laughs> he, like holds her hand. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of like ad- adorable little scenes, and like um, you know, he thinks to himself, he's like, "Does she hate me? This is a problem. I need to stay on good terms with the girl until my mission is complete. I need to understand the way this creature thinks. I will use basic <laughs> he's di- such a di- 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 diplomacy. Yeah, understanding the other party is the first step towards peace. <laughs> understanding me makes more." makes world peace and like anya's literally like what what's this guy talking about well it's funny because like she she says something like wow me being happy makes world peace and then like later on in the episode we get like a little flashback to when she was like made and the guys who are like like it's basically they kind of imply that she was like made from nothing like she doesn't have any parents or anything like that and the guys who were uh the doctors were like we need your power for world peace you don't understand so clearly it like hits like a nerve with her exactly and like it's and like this this scene's a little interesting scene too like they're basically um like she basically makes like a incorrect like the the, the decision with money as she's buying this like spy wars poster and he thinks to himself he's like is is this girl actually stupid (laughs) there's there, uh, there might still be enough time to exchange her for a different child, and then she like, you know, is obviously listening to his thoughts, and she's like, "No, don't get rid of me!" And like, she's freaking out, and he's basically like, "What do I do? Like, oh my god!" Like, you know, and a, a lot of this is like, you know, he doesn't really know how to be a father, so he's yeah. like shocked and stuff. But he's like, "I'll buy these peanuts for you. Just stop crying." She's like, "Peanuts?" And no, well, because she was off. also like, yeah. <laughs> he's like. I don't know anything about her. Maybe I should get somebody else. And she immediately thinks like, oh, I have to tell him everything about me. Like, I like peanuts. I don't like carrots. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And then like, he's like, okay, I guess like, you know, whatever. She's fine. <laughs> and like this adorable scene of like, she's like, I'm tired. And like, he basically just like carries her off and he starts to studying and like, he's trying to learn about children. And he's basically like coming to the con- conclusion that like, yeah, he's like, I got to hit the books. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, children might not be able to, you know, convey their feelings verbally so they try to sense what the others are experiencing so okay which is hilarious he's like maybe maybe she just reads minds i don't know yeah exactly yeah but he's basically like you know he just has to accept this until the mission is over so basically he's like he reasons with her and he's like oh you know like you need to like study to to pass this entrance exam you know and he's like and and she's like i don't need to study i'll read the answers from it's like dot 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 because she can't she she, she doesn't want to tell him that he's like you're not gonna cheat are you and then he's basically like, fine, I'll just get the test and uh, I'll be right back. So, you know, so, you know, basically like, he'll get a copy of the, the test so she can just like cheat basically. Yeah, but with the way that they conveyed this is she was like, I don't want to study. And he's like, you have to. And she's like, I don't want to. He's like, well, then I'm going to leave you here. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He like, he like walks out and like basically like since he's a, 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 like a great spy, like he sees her as like she's trying yeah, to Yeah, she like, keeps escape. trying to sneak out. Like she's, she's hiding in the ceiling. He's like, got she's you, hiding behind got the door. You. <laughs> They're having like a fun game. 
And then uh, he he ends up like meeting up with this guy Frankie, right? He yeah, has, like, an yeah. Afro and glasses, exactly. Yeah, and uh, he's like getting the test answers from him and also information on like other people. And then he also gets information on Anya that we have, from that we him. don't know shit about. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently she had been adopted by four other families, but they just keep uh, returning her, which I could assume is probably because of her telepath. Well, powers. yeah, exactly. <laughs> her clairvoyance. She um. <laughs> he like looks through the names and like he says the names like five times and then he's like okay like i could see like you know she clearly just needs a family like i'm not just gonna like get rid of her or whatever and then at the same time as him uh talking to frankie she's having this like flashback of how he um locked up his spy gear right oh yeah exactly and uh, and he's mm-hmm. thinking to himself like oh, the code is blah, 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 and obviously she could just remember it. So yeah. she breaks out all his spy gear, and she's looking through it, and she ends up opening up this like little packet that sends out alerts, and she sends out an alert that she's like, hey, Twilight here, come and get me if you can, and then like yeah. <laughs> the people that are looking for him all get the alert. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, like they're basically like people that like, uh, you know, like, they don't want like Western, West of Oz people in their. They're place. the They'd opposite like people from gang. the beginning. Like remember yeah, the beginning basically. when he was like in the car and he killed those people or whatever. Like they're like the people that those people work for. I'm pretty sure. Exactly. So like yeah. So like this guy that we even saw from like earlier, who's like yeah. So he like a scar, he wears a suit. Yeah. So he's super pissed and like basically, uh, she's like free. You know, like Anya's still going through the stuff and you know. Yeah, and then but no, she used that thing and sent out a message to him and uh to like all the people. Oh yeah, yeah. The course, enemies yeah. find his his um his location because of that. Yeah. So then he uh ends he just goes back home like at some point and he walks in and he realizes that like somebody broke in and uh it's really cool cuz like in the manga in this part he ends up fighting these people off but the way it looks in the anime he moves like so fluidly like he like he walks in like his head's down cuz like he notices that like you know he looks at the um, yeah it's been robbed essentially well yeah well he yeah like but basically like it's cool cuz he notices it cuz it's like moved like slightly on the floor and he yeah. can tell but he basically walks in and someone hits him with a with the uh you know with a baseball bat or like or they try to or try to and he basically ducks and he palms like their face and it was really cool this some, the motion in the anime like he's clearly a great fighter and then he's like walking around the house and he's like Anya Anya he defeats all of them yeah he walks around the house he's trying to find and he's Anya. like oh I must have been compromised because all my spy gear is out which is hilarious and then as he's like trying to think about where Anya is somebody comes behind him and just like hits him with a metal pole and it's crazy because he even thinks that he's like oh, there's no shortage of kids out there you know we're <laughs> just like fucked up. <laughs> But basically, yeah, so, like, you know, now she is, you know, Anya is, like, tied up. She's, like, what's the deal with the kid? And, you know, um, the inspector guy's like, don't tell me she's Twilight. And there's a, this other guy's like, we don't know, but she was in the apartment that the transmission came from. The trans, And she's like, oh, shit, the transmission. So she realizes <laughs> it's, like, definitely her fault. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, I mean. But, uh, yeah, and, like, it's sick because, like, we see that the, this guy's, like, a hardcore guy. Like, this random dude who's oh on God. his team. This part was crazy. Yeah, he, he comes up to her. He's like, boss, I think it's time to move on from this hairpiece thing. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, mm, and just blast him straight in the face. And, like, Anya's like, oh, my God. So I, I, guess, I guess if I could, like, just uh, make sure I'm on the same page as the beginning. The beginning, these people were trying to get that political guy out of power by showing that he was bald. But Twilight took the information back from them, so now they don't have the picture that he's bald, and now they want to get Twilight so that they can get that information again to prove yeah, that he's I th- bald. Yeah, and also like he, she, like the transmission was set out, and it's like a West Havala's transmission, so like that's how they were able to be like, wait, this yeah. person has to be here. Exactly, so. but then they, but the only reason why they want him is because he took the picture of the guy 
with the toupee falling yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Which is hilarious. Yeah, this is, so, this is crazy. So, yeah, he like you're saying, he comes up and he says that, and then the boss just, like, takes, like, a fucking silenced pistol and shoots him in the head. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just a very... Uh, but the in, way it in, was in, in the anime, scene. it was hilarious. It was like, you didn't see the shoot come off, because I guess because it's silenced. So yeah. So it's like, he just does it, and the guy just falls. <laughs> yeah, Anya's like, oh, my God, a silenced pistol. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but then, yeah, this random guy's like, boss, um, Nagayan and his guys are back from the apartment. And they made, they basically throw this guy onto the ground and like it kind of you know it, they have it, like it, a person in a bag that's like squirming. They think it's Twilight. Yeah, it looks like Twilight basically. And there and you know he reveals he takes off his like um like the bag over his head and it's one of his his it's guys. It's the same guy who just brought in the body. Yeah. So basically they're like, what the hell? And, they, and yeah, and they're super shocked. And then we see like. You know, like him, like running away, like yeah, the guy. I don't. His name is Nagayan or something yeah. like that, right? So yeah, he shows up, guy. he drops the body, and then they take it off, and they realize it's him also. And then he takes Anya, right, and like starts jetting. So yeah, like Twilight is basically like getting uh, getting away. He's like, this. Was well, a we mistake. don't know if it's Twilight. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's true. He's like, this. This was a mis. Well, we 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 okay. We, okay, okay. we know yeah, pretty right, fast because right. like well, as he's like running away, like that they show this cool thing in the anime where it's like. His face is like next to like his face, but he's like, this 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 was a mistake, risking everything by waltzing right into enemy territory. I'm not fit to be called a spy. And basically, um, Anya <laughs> from from like hearing like you know his, his thoughts, thoughts she's she like, knows it's him. She starts like figuring out. She's like, oh my god, Papa! Like Jesus Christ! And it's it's like super sad too because we get like a little like um, like uh like look into the past and like it's like we see like the um. Twilight, like as a kid, and he's basically like in this like destroyed like world, and not to like spoil a lot, but you were just saying that this chapter of Spy Family came out this week or last week it was all about his childhood. It. So, it's and then cool this next part it. that's about to happen, we literally see him use the same fight moves in that chapter. Yeah, which was awesome. But all right, no, which on, is super cool. But basically, like he basically is just he gets like super sad about Anya because like he knows how it is to be like an abandoned child. So he basically decides, you know, like. Well, I mean, he doesn't mean deciding, yeah, but he basically, like, he puts her down, and he's just like, hey, li- listen up, like, we're, we're, we're playing a game of tag, you know? Uh, he, well, he's, as he's I was pretending says, to be this other guy still. Yeah, yeah, and, like, li- literally Anya's like, Pop- Papa's a bad liar. He's and, like, yeah, we're playing a game, like, you take this piece of paper, and you run to the police station and give it to them, and then he thinks to himself, he's like, this will let her be adopted again, and she doesn't want to lose him, so she's like... Um, I guess, and she definitely doesn't go to the police station. <laughs> yeah, she just like waits like down the street, basically. But um, it's super sick, and like this action scene is like am- amazing too. Like we see him with like all the guys in in this in the store, like they're like trying to find him basically, and like all this like flower that just starts like pouring out of the, the ceiling, and mm-hmm. like they're all in like a state of confusion. And it's kind of like just like, using smoke to get around everybody. Yeah, and suddenly like one by one, like um. Twilight is just like destroying them, and like it's su- it's it's super sick. Like there's like scenes of him just looking like super e- evil and just like beating beating them all up. Yeah, and the way this is animated was also awesome. Like the, the yeah. way that the flower is going over his face and everything. Yeah, and uh, they're trying to say like shoot, but they don't want to shoot because they're all too close to each other and can't see each other. Yeah, so they don't want to accidentally shoot uh, each other. And then he ends up uh, like like you said, taking them all down individually, and then eventually coming for the boss too, right? Yeah, and he's like, turn around, and you're dead. He, he and like it's sick. He's like, how is how's it going, Edgar? And how's Karen? Which is his daughter from the beginning, who we broke up with hysterically. And he's like, how do you know my daughter? <laughs> and he basically just like threatens to the shit out of him. And he's like, if you want if you want her to have any semblance of a normal life, you leave me the hell alone. And you know he just walks off and he suddenly sees Anya and she's like, Papa. 
she's like how did how did you i mean uh what are you doing away from home <laughs> it's, it's just so funny because like it's like all this lying is going on mm-hmm. yeah exactly like he doesn't want to like tell her he's a spy but like he doesn't realize that she literally reads his mind <laughs> yeah it's it's so funny and like i love this scene too like animated like they're on like the um subway and anya's basically like he's a cool liar yeah, and she like makes this he's, comment. She's he's like, I want to live in a castle. And he's like, if we see one on sale. <laughs> he's like, we have to move out of the apartment because there's poisonous snakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, she knows that they came and attacked, and that's why they have to move I know. Out. This episode's, like, so fun, honestly. But funny, Yeah. And then, like, so to end it off, they end up, like, she says, like, I want to live in a castle. He's like, well, we'll see if one's listed or whatever. And then we get and to then, Eden Academy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then, like, the way this, the way the anime did it, I thought it was cool. They started, like, playing the credits and kind of, like, rushed through this part a little bit, but I guess just to make sure they finished the first chapter. And yeah. uh, she's taking the entrance exam, and, she, you know, or like, he... Before this, they, they moved into a new apartment. They helped memorize it. So now they, they had all the... the Mem- answers memorized but i guess she still thought she was just going to go in there and just read everybody's mind and uh, figure out the answers but every kid in there it thinks that it's way too hard and doesn't know the answers <laughs> yeah but it's like thank you know but thankfully she remembers her uh teachings and yeah like she has to like see that, visual uh, memories of like all the stuff that they were doing and then seeing the same answers because she already had the answers and then there's really cool scene that like uh basically we, we, we realized that she basically passed the mm-hmm. exam it was She's awesome k212 yeah that like, was like her entrance number and he and like uh Twilight finally like lets loose and it's really, really cool to see he's like great job I did good you did very good and he's like spinning her around and it's so cool. Suddenly, he just like collapses from like all the hard work he's done. He's <laughs> yeah, like, I loosen up for a second, and the exhaustion just got the, the better. He's <laughs> like, "Wait, me, Twilight, loosen up? What what the hell is going on with me?" And then he's just like, he's like passed out on the uh, like on the couch, like back in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And, and then- Anya's like, "My my papa's dead." And then suddenly a special d- 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 well, she comes up comes. and like cuddles with him, and then they like go really and in- they go into the the um the closing scene and then they do well, like a how bit, exactly yeah well, i mean they like, do a little bit yeah. of like the uh the outro and then over the song of the outro this is where this happens yeah mm-hmm. but so um, basically like some guy comes to the door and he's like is your mom here and she's like my mom doesn't exist yeah it's <laughs> super then, funny uh, she she's like my dad's here or whatever and she brings a package into him and then it's a package that tells him that uh she passed the entrance exam but in order to get accepted into school like i said earlier both parents have to show up and dun, then she's dun, dun. like, she's like, but both parents, but my mom doesn't exist. And then it just ends. And it's <laughs> sick too, because like, and at the end of the episode, they give you like a little preview for the the, 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 the next one, and it's some, and it's like a woman looking mm-hmm. like she's doing some cool action shots. So yeah, I love we'll like all these happens. characters. Like, the, like it, it just reminds me of Gintama a lot for some reason. Like, she reminds me of Kagura, and like even um, Twilight kind of gives me like a Gin energy. Yeah, yeah. Like their relationship is Gin. like almost exactly like it, except like Kagura is a little more like you know. Yeah, crazy. it's super cool. I, I, I like the um, outro song too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use that to too. end the episode in a minute. Actually. Yeah, no, but, for sure. Um, yeah. So what? What? My favorite parts, I think, were um, definitely like the part where he first meets her. And like he's like she needs to be six, and she's like I'm six, and then like it's like she needs to be smart, and she's like listening to all the answers as he's telling them. Yeah, I overall just love like I think it's so funny. Like I I love the I love the, the concept that she can like listen to like his thoughts, and like she and he doesn't know, but like she reacts to things that he says. So it's and like, she's so animated for a little kid. I know, yeah, she's a great lovable character, and the animation really um the animation the anime really makes it look like spectacular. Like I love her eyes and like her. Mm-hmm. Sp- like Pink her hair, exp- green eyes, and like her, combo. her, her, her like a uh, voice actor is like hysterical too, like mm-hmm. super ad- adorable. She's like great uh, personality like, in anime. 
like Papa? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, but yeah. Mama is dead. Like, they really like English. bring her alive. Yeah. I wonder what dub. the dub is gonna be like. I Jesus. Know. Who knows? Oh God. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I really love all the action sequences too. Like I thought they did an amazing job in this anime. Like they really like brought like what I love manga, but it's really nice sometimes to, to watch the anime of things because like they really like could like bring it to life and like mm-hmm. so many other people can like get into it like so much more fast and a lot to. of the time with newer anime like it's pretty much just shot for shot of the manga like they they add in like some moving parts and stuff like that but they usually get like everything there and it's like a perfect retelling of yeah, it yeah no I think that they did it and like amazing job so like I definitely like super super love this first episode and um I'm assuming I guess it's gonna come out weekly right Is yeah that it comes out every on? week unless so, there's like I mean, a break and there's gonna be 24 so we'll be here every week uh, reviewing it but what would you give it uh, rating wise I think I gave it like a ten. I think it was really exciting. I loved it a lot, and like I think just seeing an animated it just like gets me so excited for the whole series because like so much cool stuff happens throughout the series for uh, people who like have read the uh, manga too. Yeah, it seems really popular. I'm excited. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like it's amazing that like it's like sixty two like chapters in and there's already an anime. I know there. Sakamoto Days is sixty six and there's no hope for an anime so uh, far. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but you know this is like a super super popular one so. Super super excited about this week, including the uh, manga we we read too. Yeah, I, really I thought cool everything was great. Like, I was like waiting for like for so long for like this to come out, and like it's awesome. And <laughs> it, it just sucks, you know, the Jujutsu, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's on a break. But I mean, we could be in uh, hell right. like we are with Boruto. We tried to watch a Boruto episode the other day, and they're I literally like fighting episode, on yeah. boats. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? I don't know what's there? going on very with too, but yeah. Also, um, just I mean, this is unrelated to manga in a way, but like Kingdom Hearts Four was announced today, and it's crazy. Like, I didn't really finish Kingdom Hearts Three, and I know you don't really play like a ton of video games nah, anyway. Nah. But like Kingdom Hearts, everybody knows it. It's kind of Final Fantasy related, sort of. But like the way that this one looks, it looks way better than any other Kingdom Hearts has ever looked. Like the graphics really? literally look like Final Fantasy like fifteen graphics. Like they don't, or even higher. Like. It looks like the real world. Like somehow he's transported into like a city, and the character that was guiding him around was saying that it was kind of like purgatory or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. But it looks insane. Like I'm like, when did they up their graphics so much? It's crazy. I know it's fucking awesome. I guess this one's made for next gen, but still, like, it's yeah, crazy. I'm a big fan of this next gen. Look I'm excited. And then like, people are speculating that like. Um, maybe Star Wars will be a part of it. And there's so many Disney things that they have now that they could put into it. That is so cool. The Simpsons could be in it. Not that they would, but... Uh, You never know. I mean, Disney owns Fox. A Simpsons world in Kingdom Hearts, I would be so happy. (laughs) That would be like just for me. (laughs) But, yeah. Awesome. Awesome week. Oh, yeah. Epic song. Okay, so um, thank you for listening. Yes, next so next episode's our twentieth episode. Yeah, we're gonna Woo! celebrate every five. Let's go. We'll party this uh, episode. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, I mean on Twitter, you can follow me at Justin underscore Legends, and you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Chrissy underscore Bracelets. Um, and then if you want to follow and, the t- yeah. the podcast, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at snack underscore bar underscore pod. Yes, give us a follow. Yeah, Show we're, we'll <laughs> be back um, on Friday with... Um, uh, I think we're watching Howl's Moving Castle and maybe Izzy will so, be on. She yeah. said that she was going to be on. So. Yeah, yeah. A friend Izzy. And then... Uh, friend, of the, friend of the pod. Sooner than later, we'll be back with the, uh, lo- the new One Piece by Tatsuki Fujimoto. But yeah, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Bye. <laughs>
お父さんかお母さんに渡してね母存在しないあそうごめん